0: Opinions expressed on ACV Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind, I'm Brian McAllen. Do you want to diet and exercise more naturally and have fun doing it? Do you want a diet and exercise program that's more accessible for the blind? Couch to Active gives you that dream program. Couch to Active CEO and senior trainer Lynn Lindbergh is here to tell us more.
1: Hello, Lynn. Hey, Brian. So great to be here today. Glad you're here. So you founded Couch to
0: Active. What inspired you to start Couch to Active?
1: you know at the very beginning beginning beginnings was my own frustration at myself of just how i knew i needed to exercise i needed to do the things it wasn't a matter of not knowing but it was just like i wanted it to be i wanted to be a part of my life that i actually liked and that was the very beginning of it and then the beginning of working um to where most of our clients are blind and visually impaired. Um, that happened in COVID. I was a guest on uh, Alan Meisner's 40 Plus Fitness podcast. And I had two people reach out to me and said, Hey, I'd like to work with you. By the way, I'm blind. And that's where it all started. Um, and so years later, here we are.
0: And here you are. You got couched to active. You also suffered some chronic health issues through all this. How did that happen?
1: Yeah. I, um, when I got (laughs) life, I tell you. Yes. Yes. Life. (laughs) Um, I was at a place in my life where I was in what I would consider for me, the best shape of my life. I had started Couch to Active. Um, I had written the book Couch to Active, I had the podcast couch active, I had couch active clients. I could, you know, jog a half a marathon, I could bike a hundred miles in a day, and my health fell apart. My health totally fell apart. And I um got diagnosed with three different chronic health issues. And I thought to myself, I was like, oh my gosh, like how, how, how this like is triply hard now. Um and so those those chronic health issues, I am now at a place where um, I can walk miles in a day. I'm not really jogging yet. Um, I teach about six fitness classes every week. And um, I'm just in such a much, much better place. Um, but it took a team of doctors and um, a really long journey that I, I talk about, um, talk about a lot on my podcast, <laughs>
0: Yeah, a big journey indeed. Mm -hmm. So, you were sleep deprived, you were overworked, you were battling these chronic health issues. How are you doing today?
1: I'm way better, way, way better. And I think part of it is um, I did um, just some real work to try to get my life in a place where i was less stressed out all the time because i was one of those yeah. yeah i don't know like so many of us were like <laughs> i can do it all i can do it all i don't need any help you know <laughs> yeah. um and so that was a that was a big piece of it and then you know getting to where i could make sleep a priority um that really all of that really helped um And so now today, better than ever, and oh, oh, one thing that's interesting about this too, well, (laughs) I find interesting, is when I got sick, I also gained almost 60 pounds, six zero. And yeah, and so if somebody's listening and they've been there, they, yeah, yeah, I get it, that concept of when I gained the weight, I had more grit and self-discipline around my food than ever. And now I am um, down 40 and I'm actually at, I actually have more muscle mass on me than I've had my whole life. And so I may lose, yeah, I may lose more. I may not, but I'm, I'm, you know, fit, healthy, and um, not really looking I get skinny, skinny again. Cause I want to be, you know, <laughs>
0: but you didn't, healthy. you didn't pursue the hard fitness mantra though. Looking for no. six back abs. You just nope. let the diet and exercise come to you naturally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I am, I mean, I'm a personal trainer, so I've got that advantage <laughs> and, uh, an aging fitness specialist and a weight management specialist. So I, I really just took that once I worked with my team of doctors to heal, um, I had a, a collagenous colitis, an asthma that was misdiagnosed, fibromyalgia. Once I got all that under control, um, then I was able to take and layer on the exercise. And And I, I knew I could not do the shredded six-pack ab at all expense because my health was too fragile. I had to be respectful of what was going on in my life because otherwise I knew I'd be right back in that tar pit. And I didn't want to go back there again. So, um, yeah. So, that's what I've, what I've done. And, and that's actually what has, when I started teaching these fitness classes online with Zoom, part of it was because I was rehabbing my health. And so, I knew what it felt like to wake up in the morning and have everything hurt for hours. Wow. And I knew what it felt like to try to do a fitness class and just have the instructor say it's okay just do what you can do and it's like yeah <laughs> it's like no no and so i knew like that concept of if somebody's in my class and they are same thing or just getting back into it or or struggling with health issues you're working as hard as an athlete because an athlete works as hard as an athlete can work and if you have chronic illness or just getting back into it you're also working as hard as you can work you're working as hard as an athlete perception wise yeah the only difference is when a when a real fit athlete works out after the workout they feel great whoa look at me i feel awesome if you have chronic illness and you do your best to work out you usually don't necessarily feel awesome afterwards. You don't feel the greatest. You don't. Mm-mm. No. So um, yeah, lots of empathy there.
0: But you've made to diet and exercise so fun and easy. That's Couch to Active's mission. How does Couch to Active make exercise a hundred percent accessible for us blind and visually impaired folk out there?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, Brian. So when when I first started teaching these classes to um, friends who were blind and visually impaired, we were, um, I did not know that accessible fitness at this scale, because we have 15 classes every single week, 15, one, five uh, at this scale. I, I had no idea that this didn't exist. And so once we figured out that, like, oh, whoa, how in the world? There are way too many of us. <laughs> there are way too many of us in the globe. How is there you know, not a single company that has 15 classes every single week and personal training and descri- descriptions so that it's um, blind uh, accessible to blind and low vision? We just made a commitment that that's just who we're going to be. And that's what we're going to do. And so, um, yeah, so we have the five instructors and Every instructor we have is certified in what they do, um, and they have to audition. They have to, they gotta pass the test of the students. And those are popular classes if we have an audition, um, and then the students tell me if this this person can teach in a way that's accessible or not. So
0: yeah, in the exercise classes they're for people with all different health conditions, the diabetes included, and even for those. Who are totally, total master couch potatoes and love watching the tube. What classes do you offer?
1: <laughs> yeah, we have a whole um, variety of classes here. Um, some of them start uh, the most gentle ones I call my mobility and stability classes. And so, those are, those are the ones that are so, so gentle that a fitness enthusiast might even say, oh, that's not exercise, but it really is. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, yeah, I know. I got to say those words out loud so people will be like, oh, she gets it. She gets it. Um, and then we've got um, strength classes that use hand weights or body weights. Um, we have two levels of yoga, gentle yoga, which is what it is. And then a um, adaptive vinyasa yoga, which yoga, um, oh, man teaching that one like pure play yoga when mostly most yoga instructors don't use words and the words they do use aren't even english like um we've dialed that one in (laughs) um and then we have a fun class called move and groove which is more of a dance uh dance class um so all kinds oh oh and we have a fun one that is uh it's called cardio equipment so if you have a treadmill a bike elliptical anything like that you get on that and then we talk you through a workout um, on your piece of equipment
0: could the -the state-of-the-art pelotons also work with this yes they sure could so you've also got a podcast on diet exercise and health what sort of diet exercise and health topics do you talk about
1: yeah. So we talk any, I bring in guests. So, and we talk about, um, how to eat in a way that supports our health. And also if you are interested in weight loss, um, we talk about how to do that, um, in a healthy way that also makes you stronger and build strength. Um, and it's all, everything we do is based on what research we have out there today. And so I am never, never, never promoting um, any fad diet. We'll talk about fad diets. We'll say, hey, here's the new one that came out, the grapefruit diet. I mean, that's an old one, but, you know, you know, <laughs> and here's, and, and the reason these are compelling is because there's an element of truth in all of them, but let's take a look, you know, so we do that. Um, and then things just to kind of motivate us. um. Around exercise. And actually, just last week on the Couch Dedactive podcast, I interviewed a gentleman who was um, almost 700 pounds, bedbound for a year. Yeah, bedbound for 364 days. He did not want to m- make it a year. Um, had to get um, help via a crew of s- six paramedics.
0: Oh, to get out yeah. of his home, gosh,
1: and he's been on this incredible journey, two hundred pounds down, and still working it. and such an amazing william is his name um amazing um just interviewed him a couple of weeks ago we We launched that one. Um, so I try to bring in stories like that because um their journeys are real, and their message is um, just. So practical, um, And then I talk about my journey, you know, I lost almost 40 pounds this Did last he have to year go
0: through weight loss surgery?
1: That was part of his story. He was all primed to do it, and then COVID hit.:
0: mm.
1: Yeah, so he yeah, you got to go listen to what happened there with It was like, oh, my goodness, yeah, incredible story he has um, and practical tips that were just. Just so so real. I just really enjoyed talking to him.
0: I, I I will have to check this out.
1: And I watched him for a couple of years, and he in this last year went from um, wheelchair to walker to mm-hmm. now he almost never needs his walker anymore, and he's pretty much on his own two feet now, which is does,
0: um, does he have a walking stick?
1: No, when he one? when he walks, he's um I've not seen him use a cane. Huh? Really no mobile? Walk. Wow. Yeah. Did yeah. he
0: ever uh, change careers or get any into any new sort of um, passions after all uh, of this?
1: That's actually what he has been doing. How I got to know him is he got discovered on social media, so he's got you know like 20 million likes on his videos and um and so he's just really prolific and really good at putting out um content telling his story day by day of what he's doing so um yeah he's pretty he's really inspirational
0: i think we're gonna put your couch to active site up so that so for the listeners so that they can not only check out this podcast but also check out Everything Couch to Active, and awesome. that's going to be listed on um, the Speaking Out for the Blind uh, web page, SpeakingOutForTheBlind. dot Com. What awesome. What is that website, by the way?
1: Uh, it's Couch to Active. www. dot Com. And uh, I'm Lynn Limberg, and the podcast is on every podcast player out there. In fact, you can even ask, see if I can talk in code here. You can ask the A-lady. I don't want to say it to make it go off in people's homes, <laughs> but you can ask the A-lady to play the Couch Active podcast and she'll come on playing the Couch Active podcast with Lynn Lindbergh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I already know who she is.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. love it.
0: Yeah. And the, but, but that podcast is also on the website too. Yes. All yeah. right. We're going to put that up for listeners. So, they'll check it out. Um, what general diet and exercise tips do you offer our listeners, even myself, you know, being visually impaired in general, mm-hmm. that can just make all of our health journeys just more fun and rewarding and not feel like it's such a grind? Ah,
1: uh, you know, I can... Talk to you for days, but I'll we'll do one thing. I know what's one thing. Like if listeners said, here's the one thing I'm gonna do, I would say get radically creative about how you can do. We'll just talk exercise, and you can translate it to food if you want. But thinking of exercise, get radically creative on how you can move your body or exercise in a way that you'll actually like your life more. The reason this is so important is because we've been so brainwashed over decades to think, you know, exercise must be in a gym and you must be sweaty and wearing spandex and going, Hurga, you know, <laughs> and you must do it for 20 minutes or it doesn't count. Like this is just brainwashing, brainwashing, brainwashing. <laughs> yeah. For most of us, in fact, I just operate and assume that everybody who's working with me, the whole reason they're exercising is because they want more freedom in their body and they want their body to be able to do more living the life they want to do. And so, if the whole reason you're doing this exercise thing is because you want to love your life more, but you're doing exercise you hate, it kind of goes against one and it'll, just, it'll never stick. It'll never go. <laughs> and so we have folks who come and they're like, hey, I love the community of the live fitness classes. This is awesome. The accountability, the friends, I love it. I love my life more. We have other people who are like, nope, I just want to do the videos. And I like doing it on my own. I like doing it on my own time. We have other folks who say, hey, Lynn, I want to work with you one-on-one for a while, and then I want to go do it on my own. And whatever it is that helps you love your life more at the end of this or when you're into it, that's what it's got to be about. It can't be about... Your PE teacher's voice in your head from childhood, telling you to—I know—we all got I've that, don't
0: got, we? I still got my AP teacher's voice from my childhood, telling me some of these these classic diet and exercise tips—the yes. same rules. I you, can, you know in my head I've... all the time.
1: Oh my gosh. And my PE teacher who used to eat, literally eat donuts while she taught class. I was like, (laughs) what? I mean, yeah, yeah. We've all got that. It can't, we got to let that go. It's all got to be, how does this help me love my life more? And that's when it gets exciting. That's when the magic happens. Cause then it's like, oh, I actually like my life now more than I did. And that's when it sticks.
0: Now, how about the diet? We, I know when well, there was one nutritionist, uh, dietitian on one of these old exercise videos who said, Diet, I hate that word. <laughs> what yeah, I, diet tips to offer. What, di- what
1: diet tips do I have? For, yeah, yeah, the, the word diet's hard because it can, it's one of those words that can mean more than one thing, right? And, right? and there's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And it has the word die in it, diet, like, geez, you know, (laughs) I mean, yeah, it just is a terrible word Um, as far, but, but at the same time, one of the things I do a lot of is trying to take um, that, the popular narrative, cultural narrative around some of these things and just flip the script on it. And so there's a lot of people who say diet, bad, diet, bad, and other people who say diet, good, diet, good. and, And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm, and I'm thinking, so what the script I try to flip on for folks is to say, it doesn't matter what anybody else says, you are a factor of one. And what works for you may not work for other people, because you have access to different foods then, you know, in different regions of the country, you have different social pressures around you, you have different income levels to provide or not provide. I mean, every, you know, cooking skills, like all kinds of things. It's so different for everybody. We got to figure out what works best for us. If I could only pick one diet thing to start with. And I'll just say the word diet and not really care about whether the word is I'm not going to moralize the word diet. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, is if I if I could put one besides the obvious, you know, work on getting sugar out of your diet, processed sugars. Besides that obvious one, and then work on, you know, eating more whole foods. You know, those those two, like we know, we know, we know. I would say work on having a protein rich breakfast. Yep. Right. And yep. And that is magic for so many people because it gives the body what it needs and it, it sets up the metabolism or the the way the body's fueling itself with its insulin and hormones and all kinds of different, you know, whole host of things happening in the body chemically, biologically, Having a protein-dominant breakfast sets that off so you have less cravings throughout the day, less hangry, less snacky, less <gasps> must-eat-now-and-it-must-be-something, yes.
0: you know, yeah. I, I noticed that this morning when yeah? um, I just had a bowl of Cheerios Oh and then uh-huh. I had um, uh apple, apple uh, um, yep. that came from the store, Safeway, yep. and um, I also had... Some whole wheat or wheat toast with uh-huh. the regular butter on it. Yep. And then just a glass of water. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I see where you're coming from with this the high protein. Now, yeah. um, of course, you, you mentioned the sugars. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm talking to a dietitian here. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what, um, the sugars. Now, are you saying to completely cut out sugar and never eat it again? Or does that nope. mean it's okay to eat... Like, on certain days, like a Saturday, or on like a holiday, like it's okay to go to Dairy Queen and have your Sunday.
1: I think you know, well I, yeah, I am not a nutritionist right. um I'm not a nutritionist, but I'll tell you in the the journey that I did of getting stronger and losing, I'm down almost forty pounds now. um, I ate treats every single week, totally. I mean, I had a couple times when I had two donuts in a day. Don't tell anybody though. Okay. I um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, but it's the, it's the overall um, when, if, if someone's brand new to the journey of getting sugar out of their diet, and I'm not talking fruit, I'm not talking whole fruit. I'm talking um, things with added sugar in them. Yes. When we, When we begin that journey, we'll find that added sugar is in almost everything. Yeah, it's just right. crazy, you know, and especially the sodas. Oh, know. yeah. Yep, yep, I, I all save that. The,
0: I save the soda only for the movie theater when I go once nice. a week. I don't drink soda any other time. Save the hot chocolate to like a Sunday. I just cut things down. That's yeah, what I it, do.
1: Yeah, and and there's the the magic thing about sh- the sugar and getting it out is there comes a point when it, it when you hear a, like what I would call a health nut say, oh look, I don't even crave sugar anymore, and people who like normal people are like, what do you mean you don't crave sugar? Like you're lying, you know? <laughs> this cannot be real. This thing you're talking of, um, it really is real. If someone is able to get their sugar way down to where they're eating mostly whole foods, um, and have their, you know, they're getting the protein they need, then those cravings really do kind of go away. And I got to tell you, Brian, around the holidays, I made a conscious decision, I'm like, I'm going to eat the things, I'm not going to gorge on the things, but I'm going to eat the things. And so I had the, you know, like several days of the things. And then Mm at the end of several days, my sugar cravings were back. Not with a vengeance, but they were back. And so actually, one of my podcasts coming up pretty soon here is gonna talk about what do you do with that reset, you know, and how do you get back to uh when that when that happens, because it's real. You know, we're we're humans, we're not robots. <laughs>
0: All right. We're um, getting close to the end here. So, yeah. you've also written a Couch to Active book, and I'm sure people can buy and check that out on your website as well. Um, so, Lynn, let's hope our listeners try Couch to Active and just have some fun with working out and staying healthy in this new year. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This You're very fun. welcome, Wynn. Mm-hmm. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind, or follow me on X, formerly Twitter, at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website, that's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. And my show archive, at speaking-out-for-blind.pinecast.co. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out!